Welcome everybody to another episode of UFC, the ultimate fictional character. I'm Matt Acevedo, this is Christian Humes. Christian, for new listeners, what exactly are we trying to do here? Uh, we're trying to find the ultimate fictional character. That doesn't just mean which one could beat the other up, who can steal their lunch money, or which one's got the most cash in the bank. It is an overall determination that we discuss, sometimes argue, uh, and we come to the conclusion of which character is the best. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're here to do. We are going to do this in a series of episodes. If you're new to the show, we've got a sort of March Madness bracket system where in a single season, we're going to go through 64 characters, four matchups per episode, yep. four episodes per division. And then at the end, it's the final four come together and we have one big final episode for the season. Yeah. And that's how we're going to get to the ultimate fictional character. Who do we have today? Oh, man. Well, we have two matchups as always, guys. Uh, I guess, uh, yeah, we always have two matchups. <laughs> uh, guys, for our first matchup, um, we have our first contender is a, a person who spoilers out there. Uh, who may or may not be a robot Whoa, yeah, or a yeah. host. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler who, alert. Who works inside, uh, uh, who works uh, in Westworld. He he helps create the, 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 the machines, and it is Bernard. Bernard Lowe. Yeah, I guess something, maybe we'll add this for future episodes, top of the show. Spoiler alert. We are going to cover Westworld, Garfield, yeah. Sailor Moon. Oh, that's a good way. To, yeah, and uh, Lord sure. of the Rings this week. Yeah, so, that's a great way of doing you it. Know, yeah. Possible spoiler alert. Uh, so we got Bernard Lowe, and Bernard Lowe in this first matchup is going against John Arbuckle. From spoiler Garfield. alert, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. John. Hey, Garfield. Garfield. Spoilers out um, there. One of the sneaky, sneaky, nerdiest characters in all of fiction. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah. Think about it. This man lives with a cat and a dog. He often has other cats or dogs visiting from his relatives or friends or family. He's often alone. He sometimes has a girlfriend. Uh, he's never married, never has kids, um, plays the accordion, loves polka. Yeah. Yeah. Huge nerd. He's a he's a pretty nerdy guy. Uh, and, you know, Besides, honestly, John, to me, I'm kind of going into this like, I don't know how John's going to hold know. up. I know, so we should, I think it, it, it's hard to say, it's weird, I mean, sometimes these matchups are going to be kind of quick and easy, this one feels a little unfair, uh, Bernard Lowe is one of the most interesting characters in yeah. all of fiction, he is my favorite character, which I guess I should reveal, I don't, I, I'm going to try and keep myself uh, from having a bias here, but really this is going to be our opinion, this show, so kind of, mm -hmm. That whole idea is out the window, but you know, on Watchworld, another show that I do here in Side Heist, we did all of season two of Westworld, episode by episode, and Bernard is my favorite character. So I may have a little bias towards him from the start of this, which I'm yeah. trying to ignore. Yeah, and you know, he's a genius. He cares about his creations. Uh, he's I, we're going to say spoilers, right? Are we? Yeah, he's a host. He is a host. He's yeah, a host. He is a host. He's yeah. a host. We already warned you. Um, you know, sometimes we're going to have to go over spoilers here. That's huge because he, you know, he acts like he's not. Yeah. But he is and has he still cares. There's going to I guess what I'll say now is there's going to be more spoilers for season one than season two in this. Yeah. I'm going to avoid having to. I don't know how much we're going to have to talk about him. Quite frankly, I think right now, if we really want to make this a fair fight between these two characters, we just need to try and build up John. Well, I would actually. I have some. Uh, thinking about it, I think John has a lot more than than we think. 
Okay. I think there's a lot more to John Talk than we to think. Me. Talk to One me. is that John w- represents the everyday man. Uh, he he grew up. Uh, he was in our Sunday funnies for years for since what the 40s right yeah but he's not even like the everyday man isn't he in many ways um maybe for more modern days now where it's okay to be a more like effeminate man yeah but he was is not he's like the opposite of masculinity this guy gets pushed around by a cat yeah on a daily basis but if you look at the times, as you, you just said, he's like the first man. He's, he's he's not very masculine. He was growing up in a time <laughs> where it was like frowned upon to be, uh, you know, not masculine. And he was right. okay and with that. And he but was like comfortable thing. with his body. He's he's meant to be sort of like the loser. He's the butt of yeah. every joke. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's a punchline. Oh. I'm going to still defend John <laughs> here. I got to give my boys some credit. Look. Yeah, he's a punchline, but he's still he's a survivor. He he's is. still going. He is a survivor. He is. Um, <laughs> you know, I got I got to cut you short there for a second because now that you mentioned he's a survivor, I read I read just the most interesting thing when I was looking at John Arbuckle's Wikipedia before we came into this matchup to to try and just you know I wanted to make sure we could really give this man the best opportunity he has. Uh, it turns out and. You know, I don't know how true this is. It's on Wikipedia. Anyone can modify these entries, but I like to believe this is true. Uh, so, as far as the canon of USC goes, we're gonna we're gonna count this as true. It turns out, as seen in John's uh, last will and testament, which I don't know why that was ever depicted what? either in the cartoon or, uh, but um, he wishes to have he wishes to be cremated and have his ashes spread over his accordion. Oh my God! What the heck? I don't know why that would ever be on the cartoon or in the comic strip, but uh, I really like to believe that that's a a real thing. That I want that to be a real thing. I want it to be a real thing. He's a musician. He is a musician. He's quirky. Um, He's fun. I think John, and this is I think this is the first time we're really going to prove to our audience that we're not coming here researching the characters we introduce because I'm introducing John Arbuckle, and I got to tell you right now, uh, I don't. I I'm I'm really struggling to find things that he's such an interesting character. He but is, like, yeah. He's sort of a loser. He is, but I think that he's a loser to Garfield, and John is just what he's the perception of what cats see and think of us when we are home. Is he actually like that? Well, there is. A- there is a there is a website. I'm really Gar- trying, John. Garfield, so- Garfield without Garfield. <laughs> and if you remove Garfield from it, and this is please, if you have not seen this, Google Garfield without Garfield. It it turns the comic strip into this from this sort of funny. Let's poke fun at a John, or let's talk about this obese cat into this really depressing story. Like he'll just like walk in one frame, and he's just standing there not saying anything, <laughs> and then he'll. Then he'll have some sort of comment that since there's no Garfield in it saying anything, he just looks like someone having a breakdown in every single one of these <laughs> oh comic God. strips. So now That's I wonder, so is Garfield real or is he a figment of John's imagination? Oh, my God. Oh, no, John. Oh. Also, that Garfield movie was terrible. Yeah, that was really bad. It was really bad. I, I I love Garfield and Friends. Yeah, Garfield and Friends. Yeah, that was I, great. I was, I was the one who picked John from Garfield and put him in the bucket. So I thought he was a great character. And then the second we sat down to do this, I started thinking about John in comparison to another character. And suddenly I'm struggling to see. 
uh, he's a great he's a great punchline. He's great butt of a joke. He's a he's a great end cap. He's a he's a really interesting loser because you love him even though he's a yeah, loser. Yeah. Most of the times you have a loser, you don't like the character, right? When right. they're nerdy, they're usually annoying. But you don't actually you're never annoyed by his polka. You're not annoyed by his accordion playing. If anything, yeah. I feel like you pity him. You definitely pity John, which this is all not helping. <laughs> right. That's my point. It's like you don't get the pity vote to win. Um. Wow. Okay. Let's go to Bernard for a second. Yeah. This is the first time I felt like we've trashed a character. On yeah. This show. is that's that feels so bad. Uh, Bernard is complex. Um, I personally though, if it came down to like, you know, he 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 represents a lot. Like Westworld itself, it, com- it represents a lot of like complexities and human emotions and stuff like that. And human like I don't know. I think Bernard is is so complex and there's so much to break down with him um i find him fascinating and there's a lot we can learn from him even though he is a host like you know it's like that thing where uh, you know he's a host but like he's he feels you know what i mean yeah Um, i mean that's it was the greatest the best way during the first season of westworld to help people empathize with the host yeah was not I mean, they did it in two ways. One was it was very much about Dolores, right? And mm-hmm. and by having this woman who you see basically getting raped and getting murdered and, like, assaulted every episode, like, you really empathize with this character. But the other way that they did it was they secretly had this guy who is one of your favorite characters on the show, most interesting and dynamic character. Then it's revealed that he's not human. You suddenly care about the non-human characters, possibly more than the human characters, because you've now empathized on a human level with someone that you found out isn't another person yeah yeah exactly and uh oh man like people we struggle as society to give personhood to anyone that's not human in fact we don't we we struggle as society to give personhood to people that we deem are not equal as humans and what has john taught us nothing no i feel like john is the like a punching bag is that good it's not a good thing so you're saying that we should pity the punchy bag like which we should because like you, you you shouldn't do that to people. I it's like I read I see John and I read that Garfield without Garfield and I was just like bummed. I'm like, dude, this is so sad. I I in terms of iconic characters and people who have a chance at the UFC title, John Arbuckle doesn't stand a chance. He doesn't stand a chance. Like I'm not gonna feel bad for the winner. I'm not giving no. this this is a I'm sorry, but this is a millennial show, but we're not giving out consolation prizes. We're not. No, <laughs> this is, this no participation medals here. And, <laughs> I, you know, I will, like, even even if it came down to who would you rather hang with? I would, would want to hang out with no John. Way. Not unless he brings Garfield. I know. But then I'm not hanging out with John. I'm You're there to with see. Garfield. Right. Garfield's Christian, in, that, in that bucket. I'm sorry. This is fascinating because this is like one of the first times I think we've had a decision pretty quick. I'm already I, he doesn't he's not even the brand, you know. He's not he's not even like he's not no no. I I would say people wouldn't recognize him worldwide and like, I, 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 dude. I think we have a winner already. You know, they have a show called Garfield and Friends, which basically is just Garfield and his friends, and it's not really it's like you Garfield out, with John. It's right. There's a reason. <laughs> It's it's not even like the fun punching bag. Like if you look at uh uh I don't know, you look at like what's the guy? What's his name from uh like Ghostbusters or whatever? Uh the oh he talks like this, you know? Uh, like, he's in like Honey Action with the Kids and stuff. Yeah. Like, even like people yeah, like yeah, that yeah. that kind of character. That's more iconic than John. Yeah. He's great. That guy. That guy. I love that character. John's that. done. Yeah. Sorry, John. You can throw him uh, in the trash. Just, I'm so sorry. Anyways, uh, that's that was a fast first round. That was um. 
sometimes they need wow. to be. John, you uh, you know, looks we're, like you hate Mondays. I don't know. We're gonna cremate him and spread him across his accordion. <laughs> Uh, it'd be a better character if the accordion it came back be. to life. It would be. John. Uh, wow, that was our first first match uh, matchup. Um, what a bummer. Yeah. I don't even feel good. Like, yeah. what a bummer, dude. <laughs> wow. Let's just tr- let's just move on to the next one. I gotta yeah. feel better. I let's, gotta feel better. Let's go to the next one. Um, so our next matchup. Yeah. Our are next, you ready? I am prepared. I'm right. ready for this one. So we've got Samwise Ganji. Yes. I mean, he's the best. <sighs> Yeah, right? he's, he's pretty rad. Samwise Ganji loves potatoes. Potatoes. Loves Lamba's bread. Lamba's bread. Loves Mr. Frodo. Mr. Frodo and Roti. Saves the world from the one ring. Yeah. He's got heart. He's got spirit. Yep. I don't know what else there needs to be said. He's pretty good. But you are fighting against, you know, the defender of the moon, the the sailor scout, the sailor senshi, who is, you know... Living a life, double life as a high schooler and as a universal crime fighter. We're talking about, of course, none other than Sailor Moon. All right. I'm in right now because I love a Serena. good teen drama. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't love a good teen drama? Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to think here at the start. There are a couple of specifics that are similar between these two characters, right? Mm-hmm. Sailor Moon and Sam are both defenders of a realm. Yes. Now, Sailor Moon... Is she chosen? Is she given the power? Is she born with the she's power? She's a princess. She's a princess. She's, so she's born with it. Right. Basically, yeah. Sam, on the other hand, was just... He was just a dude. Now, now Sam, similar to John Arbuckle, just a dude, but he is he rises to a challenge. He, like, he, he is your everyday man, right? He's living at home. He has a wife. He has kids. And he's just like, he, he just wants to eat food, have a fun time, yeah. have parties, have brunch, gr- grow some crops. Like, that's all Sam wants to get in on. Yeah. But yeah. he still then goes and faces orcs. He faces freaking giant cave monsters. He and, and destroys the most evil entity in the universe. And at one point, it's literally just him and Frodo against everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, against the freaking, like the orcs and every, you know mm-hmm. the, the, the ring wraiths. Yeah. The yeah. Nazgul. He literally had to step it up. But, you know, like, well, before we get even further into this, I uh, this is fascinating because both sides of these, one is directed towards women uh, and one's directed towards men. Uh, like, if you look at Lord of the Rings, I think that that, that franchise is a, a franchise directed towards men. There's only male characters that, like, there's a couple female characters, but it's mostly male. Yeah, and that's more of a product of its time than anything else, right? right? I would imagine... I would be shocked if these new versions of uh, or these new stories in Lord of the Rings universe that Amazon is building with their new series. Yeah. I would be shocked if they don't have more women characters. I mean, there are you do have uh, some have in some, Lord of the Rings, but, but it's mostly not, no one that's yeah. Yeah. Um and you know, Sailor Moon, dude, like No one's in the fellowship. Yeah, yeah. She you know, she's a dude, she's she's a bad chick you know what i mean like she's also like a really cool person she just like she loves eating food you know she loves hanging out with her friends she's she, a cat right they have, they have a cat mm-hmm. she has a cat uh uh who looks like salem because it's a black yeah. cat but yeah. uh it's luna uh luna is her black cat yeah it's a nicer cat than Salem. a way nicer cat also a mentor also like like a, a, a strong being transformed into a cat um and you know what i love about sailor moon um is the sailor moon and they're both similar in this sense. They both kind of use the power of like friendship, you know, to help them out. Um, but you know, 
Sailor Moon, though, without her powers, what is she? Well, you know what I mean? I I would posit that Sailor Moon, even without her abilities, would still put herself in harm's way. I think so, too. Would she not? Yeah, she could, but like, she's, like, she's just a girl at that point. She's, uh, Sam's just a man. Sam, right? And Sam has proven to step up to the plate when he needs to. Yeah. I don't, I mean, Sailor Moon would destroy him in a fight. Absolutely. And I don't know if stripping her of her powers services us in any real way here. Only because That's a good point. Only only because um they both they both willingly put themselves in harm's way all the time. She was born into it. Yeah, he was yeah. it was sort of cast upon him. Yeah. But uh I mean she was born into it because of her family. Frodo's his family, and Frodo was basically born into it as well. So, like, in many ways, it was sort of predetermined for both of them, the paths that they were going to be put on, right? Yeah. Like, had he not gone on that journey, he would have been in the Shire getting attacked and killed. Like, yeah. it, it was really the most beneficial thing he could have done. That's very true. So, um... <sighs> Dude, hear me out on this. Okay. Okay. So I honestly think... Think about this. Sailor Moon... You didn't know a lot of people. A lot of people, and I'm, and I'm, you know, not saying a lot of people don't read, but a lot of people don't even know who Samwise Gamgee was until the movies came out. Oh, I didn't. I had no idea. Yeah, no idea. Right? Sam, he, I, yeah, I had no idea. But he is probably one of my favorite characters from that whole. He is film. the best character, right? Um, he also has like one of my favorite speeches of all time, which is pretty awesome. How is Sailor Moon with a with a speech? Uh, when she gets serious, she's pretty good yeah, too. She's, she's good. also she's encouraging. She, she she delivers a good speech. She delivers a good speech. She strengthens her friends. She binds okay. them together. She is just like Sam. These are this is an interesting pairing because just like Sam was, she is like the rock of like the friend yeah. of the of the of the core of the group. You know. See, in this scenario, I gotta I gotta lean on you for a little bit more info on Sailor Moon here because um, uh, I saw it a while ago. Yeah, when I was younger, so I'm going more on my memory, which is it's not as strong here. Uh, that being said, even with what I do know right now, I'm already, I'm leaning more towards Sailor Moon than I am with Sam. I am too. And there's another reason why is that Sailor Moon, uh, you know, I know so many girls who that was like the first anime they really got into. It was, it was actually my first anime I ever got into because my sister made a watch it. I watched it with her. Um, and it opened like this door of like a magical girl genre. Um, and um, if it, even though it wasn't the first Magical Girls on, it was the first one that like really like took off and created all these like tropes and stuff like that. That a lot of anime um takes inspiration yeah. from Sailor Moon. It was such an important piece of of uh film. Like it, it, we talked about Sakura, Sakura was inspired by Sailor Moon. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know this is a, the second matchup today where I, I'm really I love Sam. I'm trying to figure out why he's a better character than Sailor Moon. Uh, he's very dynamic. He's really well-written. He is... Without him, they would lose. Right. And I think you're, you're having a hard time with Sam. And uh, Sam is such a great character. Is he too good of a character? Because what are his faults? What are his... like? What are, or, well, like, doesn't he want to give up sometimes? Yeah, but like he doesn't, right? Yeah. He powers through. Uh, while Sailor Moon clearly, and when she, when she we see her regularly, she is she is flawed. She is a flawed person. She's like sensitive about how she looks. You know, she thinks she thinks she's fat, uh, even though she's not. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, she she's got body she issues. she has body issues, oh, which is that. crazy. Yeah, that's like, crazy. You know what I mean? She identifies with yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, which is interesting because Sam is one of the first, not one of, but he he's a popular heavy character, right? Yeah, and he's 
not made fun of really for that, except by Gollum, who calls him a stupid fat hobbit. <laughs> you stupid fat! I can't do it. Stupid! I can't you do it. You ruined it. Smeagol! <laughs> I can't do it. I lost it. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Everyone does a bad Smeagol. That's fine. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Everyone does. Uh, let's say, let's say you get charged with uh, identity theft, right? Okay. Which one do you want to be your lawyer? To be my lawyer? Yeah. Oh shit. That's we haven't asked this question. I know. I'm trying to think of an interesting scenario here. Sam wise. You want Sam? Sam, absolutely. Okay. Hands down. Tell me why. Uh Sam would never give up on you. Oh. Right? He would okay. never give up on you. And he would always find a way. He he was so driven. Uh he would he would be such a good fighter and advocate for you. He, I think he would be such a good lawyer. Okay. Now let me throw let me throw this optional alternate scenario out there sailor moon's princess yes is she loaded no oh she's not loaded no she doesn't she's like a normal girl it's like a magical yeah like royalty right okay so she couldn't just buy the best she could not yeah oh well hmm but she's got really smart friends each friend brings a different thing to the table smart friends (laughs) yeah so you could have like a team of smart teen women yes but that doesn't necessarily get you out of it doesn't. A sentencing. Yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Although, I don't know. Are hobbits particularly known for uh, their their academics? Like, I would just be concerned he wouldn't know the laws. I, I, I would be concerned. That's like, He would give a hell of a speech. Yeah. But <laughs> They'd be like, that's all well and fine, Mr. Ganji, but uh, <laughs> being a nice person doesn't matter if you break the law. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> All you've done, it's like, he would be a great character witness, but would he be a good attorney? Yeah. Ooh. It's like, Ooh. these girls are in school, right? They're, they're, they're educated. Smart. They're educated. Yeah. yeah. They so, probably know how to study. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, that's a good point. I think Sailor Moon would be better, but she's still kind of an airhead. How they, many times? They make it, like, they literally oh, call her an airhead. Like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Product they of make its fun time. of her. Product of its time. Yeah. It, yeah. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how is that? How how are the body issues looked at today? Is it looked at as like a positive thing that that was part of the show? Or do we know? I maybe don't we're not know. the right as maybe, two guys. Maybe, maybe we're, we're not guys. even the right people. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, but it was. I, if I remember it correctly, it was like they would just comment on it, and she would just think it, but then she would transform and kick some ass. How many times do you think she saved the world? Oh. Oh, way more than Sam. Countless, right? They, oh, that's dude. This is a very important point. She has saved the world so many times. So many. Times. Every day, every so day she times. saves the world. Yeah. Sam was. It took him like a week to yeah. save the world once. Once. And he almost didn't do is it. Is all in like one week? Uh, I think it's a couple weeks, right? Okay. I was yeah, gonna yeah. say it's <laughs> a long. That is a long week. Yeah. Can you imagine like coming home and like it's been a hell of a week, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's she. She is constantly saving the world. Over and over and over again, you know? And if we're thinking about brand identity as well, Sailor Moon knows her brand. She knows it hard. Yeah, she's a bigger brand too. Way bigger brand. Oh, I mean, look, there's people cosplaying as Frodo, but there's way more people cosplaying as Sailor Moon. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. If I went up to a lot of people and I said the name Samwise Ganji, I don't know if it's as recognizable a name as Sailor Moon. Yeah, and I think, I, I agree. And Sailor Moon is like, even if you don't watch anime or stuff, but you know, like whatever, people know who Sailor Moon is. You know, not everyone knows Samwise, unfortunately. It's also really important as far as uh, a cultural standpoint, simply because Sailor Moon really helped popularize Japanese animation. Yes, in the Americas. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. And it inspired other anime, and it, it yep. did a lot, dude. I don't know. Look, I like Samwise Ganji. I don't think he's actually a better character than Sailor Moon. Um, uh, and that's an interesting thing to say because I think he's so he's well written from a if you're fundamentally speaking about who is a more dynamic character, it's like the depth that has been given to Samwise Ganji is is incredible. But yeah. it was over just three books. Mm-hmm. Sailor Moon has S- several it's just forms she's of media prolific. Yeah, and I think that they're just a part of a different strata. And look, if this was an ultimate fictional character, it was just like best sidekick. Sure, it might be might. Samwise Genji, but I don't think he's beating Sailor Moon. And he is still a sidekick. But that that being said, I think there's a place for a sidekick to be the ultimate character. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think so too. I just don't think it's this sidekick. Yeah, I think I love Sam so much. Yeah, I love Sam. That's it's why really he's so, in the bucket. This is, but but I think Sailor Moon has done so much more for society. I think Sailor Moon is like way more important. Um, you take Sailor Moon away and you take away a magical franchise. You know what I mean? Like a whole yeah. bunch of other stuff. This is tough because it's two characters that have a lot of heart. Yes. Right? So much heart. Like it's hard to say anything negative about Sam, which is I think where this discussion we're, we're struggling because we're, we're both just kind of building them both up. And so it's like, oh, I'm trying to find something like be like, well, this character sucks for X, Y, or Z reason. But they're both such wonderful characters. Yeah, she's just, uh, just a part of a different team that he's just not a member of. Yeah, he's just not getting into that VIP lounge. He's not. He's he's not. not. Like if his friend was there. Oh yeah. You know, if Gandalf was there, Gandalf might bring him into the VIP lounge. Be like, no, no, like at the door. He'll be like, he's okay. You shall pass. Yeah, yeah. He (laughs) exactly. But Sailor Moon, she's allowed in on her own. Yes, exactly. He's not on the list. I think we have a winner for this one, uh, for this round. I think it was gonna. I, I'm gonna go Sailor Moon, dude. Yeah, I'm and she's it. too important. She is too important of a character. He's Woo! in the bucket. Sorry, Sam. He's back in that trash bin. Okay, <sighs> so we have the talk light about, shines. So we'll shine off the clear. We gotta. We gotta talk about this one. Yeah. Um, we've got Sailor Moon. We got Bernard. Bernard Low. Yes. Where to start? So here's the thing about Bernard. Let, let me just go into season two spoiler warning light spoiler warning for season two um he he wrecks shop like bernard as we know him as you know him if you've seen the first season of westworld if you've seen all of it you know what i'm talking about in the second season of westworld he cleans house like this this man this host uh whether you want to give them humanity or not he is a force to be reckoned with at times in a way in which in the first season, he's all, he's a very brainy character. You love him because he has heart and he's this kind, caring man. And he's really smart. You feel bad for him when he gets like used like a tool, like his humanity stripped from him. But in this second season, there are times where he just like, he just wipes places out. Oh my God. So, and I'm saying this not as a negative. I'm saying this as a like, look, we're gonna face a character against Sailor Moon, yeah. where Bernard's not part of a world-solving, world-saving scheme, a team of superheroes like Sailor Moon is. But that being said, I think in the right scenario, if we we're looking at these from like a power perspective or a fight, Bernard is the hosts are incredibly strong. Yeah. Right? Right, right, right. I think he could put up a fight against Sailor Moon. He might not really? win. Really? But he could put up a 
hell of a fight. He can be a fight, but you haven't seen Sailor Moon in her full like moon prince moon princess right. power. Like she is like she is also a force to be reckoned with. When she is like she gets her giant like moon staff and stuff, and she's in her white dress and becomes this all powerful like you know thing. I think she would wipe the floor with Bernard. Are you aware of the scrolls in the Marvel series? Oh, the scroll uh, S K R U L. Yeah. yeah. So the scrolls are these aliens. You'll, you'll be seeing them in Captain Marvel soon, if you're mm-hmm. not aware. Mm-hmm. These aliens, they sort of body snatch. They impersonate people. Uh, that is what's happening, kind of in Westworld. Oh, damn! And um, as much as Bernard could could have to contend with that, he could just, without Sailor Moon knowing, replace the rest of the sailor staff. And what if she's going solo now? I well, I think she's still powerful because the bond of friendship. Uh, <laughs> but what if they're gone? Because she wouldn't be. She wouldn't have her friends there. But they're still with her in here. It's that uh, kind of a power. You know what I mean? Like she'll fight even if you do that. She'll become more powerful. You take her friends away, and that's only going to. But she won't her. know. Is my thing. So like they could they could surprise attack. I think that actually happened in Sailor Moon. Oh, really? though. I think did that it, was like an episode. Yeah, yeah. And she'll she catches on. You know how? Okay. She with the you know she needs to active transform though, right? Yes. Is there a way to keep? Sailor Moon from engaging her ability. Like, so with the Hulk, right? You hit the Hulk hard enough, he's going to bust out. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the thing I never understood with Infinity War is like, I'm almost certain that if you had shot Bruce Banner in the chest, like the Hulk would have came came out. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like they should have just, well, yeah, let's see what we happens. Save it like for we're the... going to die if we don't. <laughs> he's going to mess things up next, next movie, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is that the same with Sailor Moon, or could you actually stop her before she has the chance? Well, there's something we haven't taken into account. Yeah. Because she does, I know what you're saying, but and she does take a long time to transform, but technically it's like she freezes time and transforms for like a minute. <laughs> right, right. But I guess, I guess. You're talking about her like. Her... If you get her off guard, if she doesn't know that she needs to transform, let's say, you know, her, her best friends are all hanging out. Yeah. She's with, she's with the, the Sailor Scouts. Yeah. They are in a moment of vulnerability they're just doing homework because they're a bunch of teens right? right and uh one of them's like oh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go grab a slice you want another slice of pizza and she's like yeah sure and when she comes back in just from behind she just popped like like sailor moon's just gone right like if she wanted to take out sailor moon could she take out sailor moon or i see what you're saying because like you're, you catch her off guard without her powers right like it, it wouldn't just bust out she would have to actively transform if, right so which is a big flaw sneak attack sailor moon yeah because that, you know, in a cage match scenario, sure, Bernard Lowe is going to lose a fight between these But Bernard two. Lowe isn't a, he's a strategic guy. He's, Correct. He's yeah, a, he's a he's brain. A, he is a brain that is way more advanced than any other human brain. Yeah. Huh. Mm, if we're playing that by that rules, then I would say Bernard would win. He would get outsmart Sailor Moon for sure. Um, yeah, I would say that. I, I would give that point to him for sure. But, uh, I, you know, I do, I do think that, like, when you, when people, look at kids, right? As a kid, who would you rather want to grow up to be? You know what I mean? Like, I would want to, like, I think Sailor Moon is, like, someone I would want to strive to be more than Bernard, personally. I think a lot of people look up to Sailor Moon. It gives them power. Yeah, a lot of people do look up to Sailor Moon. Hmm. I don't think Bernard is, you know, I don't think people want to be Bernard. He's kind of got a... Oh, that's interesting. Because if I were any character on Westworld, I would want to be Bernard. If you're a character on Westworld. Yeah. So, because here's the thing about Bernard is no one but Bernard and one or two people know that he's a host. Right. Everyone else thinks he's a person. So now he has this 
major advantage over everyone because he can play both sides yeah in a way that no one else can do that yeah and he also has the advantage of i mean think about it wouldn't it be nice if you couldn't die if you could just like fix parts of your body if they break if you could access systems like if you could enter a virtual reality and it was like real for you you can't do that as a human but you can do that as a host yeah you don't actually need to eat yeah that's true but then like you could i feel like you lose something you lose like you lose the heart but that's what we think right because that's what they sell us in westworld is they show us that this character is no different than the other humans before they reveal that he's not a human yeah because that's like that's basically this like to me a lot of the story of westworld really is the story of bernard the second season of the show is like the bernard lowe show in many ways the first season is all about uh dolores sort of becoming human it's it's about her journey through the maze and this second season is very much about bernard's journey through the maze and in that you really see how much humanity he has and a lot of the show is about like, okay, is he really like in control or is someone else pulling the strings? And ultimately it shows that he has autonomy in a way and he's allowed to make choices in the same way that people are. Uh, and they actually, there, there's a very strong argument that we as humans are more limited by our choices than we think and that he actually has more free will because the hosts aren't driven by the uh, will of survival. Like at the end of the day, Humans will always do what we have to do to make sure we can survive, but they don't have to worry about that. So then they can make choices without the encumbrance of worrying about their own life because their life is no longer a variable in the algorithm. Uh, okay, so we just got a whole crash course <laughs> in, into Westworld, which is great. Uh, this is fascinating, and I think it has so many there's a lot to it, right? There's a lot to break down. It's very philosophical. It's very philosophical. It's so philosophical. And his character in general. It's very philosophical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, who I would rather hang out. If you had to hang out with one person, I would hang out with Sailor Moon in a heartbeat. She would oh, know you the think good so? food. She would know, you know, she would have all the fun places. She could hang out with all the other Sailor Scouts. Oh, see, because this is where I go back to when we were like talking about Sakura. It's like, I, she seems like look if i were like 16 sure but it's like i'm 30 i don't know if she's, i want to go she's older now oh okay they have older she, she, now. yeah yeah okay this is uh, this is why i have to go to you I on this i think she's 18 so oh, okay. but still so, it's like she'll be like snapchatting her friends it's like come on she actually <laughs> I, sailor moon actually really cares about like good food uh oh okay i'm listening is, i'm yeah, listening she loves eating she i loves love good food. food yeah exactly. i love food uh, Does she have a favorite food, like a thing she talks about a lot? Uh, it's kind of just food. Just food in general? Okay. Yeah. She's yeah, like, yeah. She probably likes some good za. I like za. Some good za, dude. Yeah. yeah. But I, I honestly wouldn't hang – I wouldn't want to hang out with Bernard. He'd freak me out. Even if he was a host or not, that dude would freak me out. Like, I don't know about this dude. Like, he's, Oh, he's like a kindly old Santa Claus that's also a robot and could rip your head off. If yeah, that sounds, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they're both really interesting characters. I mean, quite frankly – I think this was a little bit more of an exercise in building up Bernard because I think I think he deserved to have his moment. But I actually, if it really comes down to it, I think Sailor Moon is a more prolific character. I think she's more iconic. I think she's more important to popular culture. I think more people recognize her. And in her own fictional reality, she has saved the world. Whereas Bernard is a lot more complicated character. He uh, 
I think I think maybe dynamically it's it's possible to argue that Bernard um, is a more dynamic or more interesting and ri- well written character. I agree. In, in moments, in moments at least, I, mean, I she totally does, agree with you. Just a lot of great things. Um, but I think Sailor Moon, if you like, it's a little bit more superficial, or you have to think more about like mm-hmm. what she represents to make her moments important versus his character. Yeah, but yeah. there just are more. Yeah, you know, and there's a, like. It's just a huge Sailor Moon, like she—that's the name of the brand and the franchise, yeah. and she is like huge. Yeah, you know, I have no, I have no problem moving Sailor Moon on this week and giving her. I think the, she deserves the it. win for this week. Yeah, I I I agree with you though. I think Bernard's, Bernard's an incredible, an incredibly character. fascinating character. He's an incredibly um, fascinating character. But like, it, it's it's so niche. I think. Uh, it is, and it's only two seasons in. There, there isn't. You know, it's like he's been around for twenty episodes. Yeah, maybe in you know a couple a few years. years? Yeah, yeah, in a couple of years when the show's done, it, there'll be more interesting things to say about Bernard. Yeah, but so not today, not today. And I know you love Bernard. I do. I love. He's he's. But I I gotta say, I think that I'm with Sailor Moon. I gotta go Sailor Moon, dude. I think you know it just makes so. I'm just, okay with it. All right, I'm not gonna fight you on it. All like, right, all right. Look if. There, there are going to be days where we're not necessarily going to feel a hundred percent about. This is a weird one. This is a weird. Yeah. This is a weird. All this, this whole episode has been interesting. I definitely lean more towards Sailor Moon than I do Bernard. Yeah. But it just, it just feels bad putting him away. Yeah. In a way that fe- putting John Arbuckle away did not feel bad. Oh, that was like putting oh my John God. Arbuckle. It was like I just felt like I was doing him a favor. Like let's just get away <laughs> from this character. <laughs> like we're just before we do him more harm. Oh well. Sorry, Bernard. You're gonna go back into this bucket. Yeah. Uh, Sailor Moon, you are going to move on. Yep. Yeah. That is insane. I, That's awesome. I, I feel bad though. Like, did we? No. I. No, I, I no, think this Sailor, is right. Sailor this Moon right. makes right. Just it's 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 easy to get yeah. into. Like he's the most interesting character. But I think yeah, Sailor Moon I think, deserves to go on. I think you know, and uh, if you go to our website, zeitheist.com or zeitheist.com slash ufcpod, you can look at the brackets. We do have, after the next episode, we'll be following up with the first uh, Division One finals. Yes. And with that, we're also going to do our wild card, which we want to give some of these characters a chance to get back in the bucket. We do. We're not going to get them back into the first season, but the way it'll work is, out of all the losers from each episode, we're going to pick one from each mm-hmm. week. Yeah. And just like we're going to have a winner's round, we're going to have a loser's round, and whoever wins that loser's round will go back into the bucket for the next season. So that way, only four characters from this whole year get a second chance, because if we if we do it too often, we're not going to get to enough people, and there's just so many characters there's in so the universe. Many. Yeah. Uh, you know, not everyone deserves a second chance. I have a strong feeling Bernard's going to be uh, I think from so. this episode, the one going into that loser's round. I, I, I mean, it's definitely character. not John. <laughs> it's definitely not John Arbuckle. So, all right. Cool. We have to pick our next contenders for the next week's episode. Uh, so let's go ahead and do that right now. Here we go. Here we go. Picking the win. The bucket knows all, Matt. The bucket does know all. Okay, got two. Here you go, buddy. The first contender. First contender for the next episode is Mr. Steve Hiller, which is Will Smith's character from Independence Day. Oh, cool. I didn't know we had that in there. All right. Well, Steve Hiller. It's going up against Sora from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> right on. That's awesome. That's awesome. Then that, So that's our first matchup. Second matchup is going to be, uh, first contender for that is the Geico Gecko. And the Geico Gecko will also be going up another against another animal 
character, Tails from Sonic the Hedgehog. Ooh. Ooh, okay. So if you want to keep in touch, let us know what we got wrong. Yes. If you want to tell us where we screwed up or you want to possibly submit characters, mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. have the Patreon bucket. You can go to our Patreon page. You can go to our website, zeitheist.com. Uh, we'll have our Twitter link there as well. And if you want to follow me directly, I am at Christian underscore Humes on Twitter and Instagram. And I am at Shy Guy Express on Twitter, Instagram, everything. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, tune in next time as we continue our search for the ultimate fictional character. Stay on the hunt. <laughs>